Welcome to Good News on Catholic Spirit Radio, a program for teens and almost teens to better understand that the gospel of Jesus Christ is relevant in their lives. And it's a place where your questions about faith and religion can be answered. And now, here's your host, Deacon Al. Thank you, John, and welcome back to Good News. I am Deacon Al of the Peoria Diocese. I serve parishes here in the Bloomington Normal area, but I actually work for the bishop, uh, Bishop Lou, who we love very much, a wonderful bishop. We've we've been very fortunate in the Peoria Diocese to have been graced with several, several good bishops. And uh, it's been my joy to to have known a few of them personally, and they're all uh, great men, great shepherds of of Christ's flock, and uh, happy to have joined them now uh, in my fifth year? Has it been five years already? Gosh, five, six years uh, as a deacon. And uh, hello to all my brother deacons. If you're listening throughout the diocese, happy to have you with us. Hope you'll join us. Uh, let let me know what's going on in your parish. We'll be glad to promote it here on, on Good News. We've got something going on in the Bloomington Normal area that I'd like to uh, give a little plug for, and that is Curcio. We've talked about it a, a couple of times on our program before. Curcio is a, a weekend, a short course in Christianity. It starts on a Thursday evening. It finishes on a Sunday evening. Here in Bloomington Normal, we do four of these a year, two for men's groups and two for women's groups. And we've got a men's Curcio coming up. It's going to be the second weekend of September. Um, and just to give you a quick idea of, of what this is all about, first of all, you can go to our website, B-N Curcio, C-U-R-S-I-L-L-O, Curcio. It's a Spanish word, which means short course. So B-N for Bloomington Normal, Curcio, C-U-R-S-I-L-L-O dot com. And uh, I'm sorry, dot org. And you can learn more about the Curcio program, Curcio movement. And we spend uh, this, this 72 hours in, in fellowship, uh, we meet at Holy Trinity Church, and you'll listen to 15 presentations, 15 different uh, what we call royos from speakers. Some of the speakers are lay people and some are clergy. Uh, you're going to be treated like royalty. Uh, the food is fabulous. The uh, overnight accommodations, super, super comfortable. We put you up in a very nice uh, hotel for the night. Uh, for three nights, actually. Uh, we entertain you with some really terrific, a uh, variety of terrific entertainment. Uh, and we teach you a lot just about uh, being a Christian uh, from the ground floor up. Start very basic and, and uh, move you through the process of truly understanding uh, life as a Christian. For some people, this is just a nice weekend. It's just a great weekend of fellowship, uh, uh, very relaxing, a nice time away from uh, work pressures and family pressures, uh, and and just to spend a nice quiet weekend with a bunch of guys. Uh, you'll make some friends that will, I guarantee you, you will make friendships that will last a lifetime. Uh, for some people, it's it's a life-changing event. I don't know what, what it will be for you. That's not up to us. That's up to the Holy Spirit. Uh, everybody gets what they what the Holy Spirit has in mind for them when they come. Uh, the cost is very reasonable when you consider three nights at a hotel. Uh, $110 is, is the cost. Uh, and it costs us much more than that to put it on. But we, over the years, we've been uh, 
able to secure some some uh, investments, some financing to be able to help underwrite the cost of it. So for $110, a Thursday night through a Sunday evening, uh, a lot of fun, a lot of great information, a lot of great fellowship, a lot of great food. And I think you ought to try it. We have put tens of thousands of people through Curcio over the years. If you're not in the Bloomington Normal area, you're still invited to come here. Uh, if you're in the Peoria Diocese, we have other Curcio centers besides Bloomington Normal. We've got them in the Quad Cities and in Peoria and over in Champaign. So you're welcome to attend any of those. And uh, you can find out more about the other Curcio centers by going to our uh, diocesan website, CDOP, Catholic Diocese of Peoria, CDOP.org, and uh, click on the link to Curcio. And you can find a Curcio near you and find the upcoming dates. So we have a men's group coming up in September. So you can go to our website. You can download an application and get that filled out. If you uh, ask the deacons at, at your church, they'll be able to tell you uh, who else, uh, who, who can help sponsor you uh, because it requires a sponsor, but they're easy to come by. And if you know someone who is Christian but is not Catholic, they are welcome to come to Curcio as well. We are one of only a couple of dioceses in the whole United States where our Curcio program is um, multi-denominational. Uh, it's not just Catholic. We open it up to all Christians. And, and here in, in Bloomington Normal, uh, we get a variety every, every time we have one of these weekends. We get people from Vail and Grace and Eastview, uh, Second Press, First Presbyterian, St. John's Lutheran, uh, we get brother and sister uh, Christians joining us for this weekend, uh, and they have a wonderful time. Uh, and so many of them are surprised because uh, oftentimes this is this is their first exposure to Catholicism. And they don't go back uh, to their parishes, uh, to their congregation saying, oh, I'm going to be Catholic. They go back and say, you know what? I had an experience with some Catholics this weekend, and they're not as bad as we thought they were. They actually believe a lot of the same things we believe, and they do a lot of the same things we do. And I never realized that. Did you know they they read Scripture at their church service? Who would have thought? So if you know someone, if you have a friend who uh, who's Christian but not Catholic, and you want to invite them to this great weekend uh, with you uh, to uh, spend some time with some other good Christians, uh, please give us uh, a, a call or uh, send us an email. You'll find an email link. Uh, or drop me an email here at goodnews at catholicspiritradio.com, and I would be glad to get you more information about Curcio. And uh, we would love to have a, a filled conference center. So uh, please prayerfully consider coming to Curcio this uh, second weekend of September coming up. So you've got about eight weeks to, uh, to make that decision to, uh, to join us. But uh, I hope you won't take that long because we would love to see the seats fill up quickly. So a little a little plug for Curcio. And we just had a tech, a Teens Encounter Christ, which is sort of a teens version of Curcio. And I understand we had like 16 teenagers go through the program. They had a great weekend. Uh, so congratulations to all of you who have been through tech, either this, this last one or ones before. Hope you're having a great fourth day. And uh, hope to see you uh, as you start to enter uh, adulthood, uh, come to Curcio as well. So we're going to talk about the readings from the 16th 
Sunday of Ordinary Time. And if you were with us last week, we were talking about the sower and the seed. There's going to be another version of that. Jesus continues his uh, his parables with another parable uh, in, uh, having to do with agriculture and the sower and the seed, something that uh, would be readily identifiable uh, to the people of his time. And, and I will hope to, it will help us as well as we think about the problems of evil uh, in, in our world uh, surrounding us and, and how do we deal with that. So let's uh, pause for just a few moments and come back with this weekend's readings. Thank you for listening to Good News here on Catholic Spirit Radio. Stay tuned. Good News will be right back on Catholic Spirit Radio. July is the month for Catholic Spirit Radio's Matching Monday. I'm this year's Matching Monday donor, Patricia, and I'm going to double up to $6,000 every donation made on the Mondays in July. I challenge you to donate big, so I have to write that matching big check. Donate online at catholicspiritradio.com or mail your check on any Monday in July to 108 Boykin's Place in Normal. Why am I willing to be the matching donor? Before I converted, Catholicism seemed mysterious to me, even though my husband was Catholic. However, after speaking with a priest, I knew I wanted to become a Catholic too. I began listening to EWTN programs and grew tremendously in my understanding and love of the faith. When my children came along, I was thankful that we could attend church together, and we still do whenever family comes to town. Catholic Spirit Radio needs our financial support so we can grow in our faith. If you've never donated, start this July. If you've donated in the past, July is the month to give extra. Remember, I will double it during July Matching Mondays. Help seniors remain independent. Faith in Action is a nonprofit providing transportation for people over 60 to medical appointments and grocery stores. Become a Faith in Action driver in the extended Bloomington Normal Area, 309-827-7780. Hey, this is Father Mitch Pacwa, host of Open Line Wednesday. For me, Catholic Radio is a chance to speak and hear our Catholic doctrine, consider it, think about it, apply it to everyday life, and be blatantly in the public with it. And I am so thankful to you for being an important part of the Lord's plan. By participating and listening, invite others to listen and hear Open Line. Wondering about your next step? Ashley was in school and pregnant when she reached out to the Pregnancy Resource Center. Would she be judged? Would she be accepted? What she found at LAPRC was a team of people who were committed to providing excellent care and compassionate support to those facing pregnancy decisions through authentic relationships that display grace, honor life, and foster community. If you or someone you know is in a situation like Ashley, or if you want to help support women and families in our community, you can find us at PregnancyResourceCenter.org. Hi, this is Kathy and Anne from Catholic Spirit Radio. We are looking for folks who would love to volunteer with us during our fundraisers and various other station events and tasks throughout the year. We really need volunteers in the DeKalb, Sycamore, Morris, Joliet, and Lincoln areas, as well as Bloomington Normal. If you have a few extra hours or more a month, put them to use for the Lord. We would love to add your name to our Catholic Spirit Radio volunteer list. Contact us at office at catholicspiritradio.org. Listeners support Catholic Spirit Radio in many different ways. Some write checks, others use credit cards. But did you know that you can also give Catholic Spirit Radio your old car, truck, boat, motorcycle, or RV, even if it's not working? Donating your vehicle is easy. We take care of everything from pickup to tax receipt. Just go to catholicspiritradio.com to click on the Donate Your Vehicle link or call 866-628-CARS. 
Welcome back to Good News. This is Deacon Al. If you have a question about Catholicism or Christianity, uh, we invite you to send that question into us uh, at goodnews at catholicspiritradio.com, and we'll be happy to answer your question on the air. And it could be about anything you want to talk about. And lately we've been talking, a, a huge question that we get is always about evil and, and understanding evil. And this is talked about a lot in the Scripture. Evil's dealt with quite often. And I think what's really important to understand is that Christ came to heal. Uh, he could have easily come to defend, to condemn us for all of our errors, but he didn't. He, he came back to, to lead us to contrition and to help us to change in order to heal our wounds rather than to punish us uh, for, for what we had done. So keep that in mind as we listen to today's readings. Our, our first reading, of course, is from the Old Testament, as it traditionally is in the Mass. Second reading, uh, we're continuing with a letter from uh, uh, Paul. This one is uh, Paul to the Romans, as it was last week. And then our uh, Gospel is, again, the Gospel of Matthew, which is what we uh, often talk about in this uh, Gospel cycle, in this A cycle that we're going through. So in the Book of Wisdom, it's going to talk to us about um, God's uh, forgiveness, our repentance, and, and God's forgiveness. And it says, There is no God besides you who have the care of all, that you need show you the, sorry, that you need show you have no unjustly you have not unjustly condemned, for your might is the source of justice. Your mastery over all things makes you lenient to all things. For you show your might when the perfection of your power is disbelieved. And in those who know you, you rebuke temerity. But though you master, you are the master of might, you judge with clemency, and with much lenience you govern us. For power, whenever you, whenever you will, attends you. And you taught your people by these deeds that those who are, who are just must be kind. And you gave your children good ground for hope that you would permit repentance for their sins. So here we have this all-powerful God who could easily just have wiped us all out at, at any moment. He could have looked at our, our failings and our faults and our flaws and just destroyed us all and start all over again. And somebody says, well, why doesn't he do that? Why doesn't God just destroy all evil? Well, for one thing, that's not God's nature. God is as is, is much more lenient than we get, often give him credit for. And you say, yeah, but look look how he wiped out everybody with the flood. He killed women and children in this flood. Well, he killed off people who completely rejected him. And he saved Noah and his family who were completely devoted to him. But let, look, let's look at what happened with Noah and the ark. You say, well, why doesn't Jesus just wipe out, or God just wipe out all sin and all evil? And start over. Well, he did that once. If you look at the great flood, that's pretty much what that's showing us is, okay, you want me to, to destroy all evil? There, I've done it. Well, what happened? After all evil was wiped out, Noah and his family sinned. You, you can't do away with evil because it's in our brokenness. The only way to do away with sin is to first heal the brokenness. So why doesn't God just make us all do good. Why doesn't he just, he's all powerful. Why doesn't he just force us to do what is right? Just make us incapable of doing anything wrong. 
Well, to do that, he would have to take, our, take away our free will. It would mean that we come to God not out of our choice, but out of God's choice. And that's not the relationship he wants. Do you want someone to love you because you made them love you? Because you forced them to? Or do you want someone to, to love you for you? Do you want them to come to you of their own will? Because that's what real love would be. So God loves us enough to let us be broken. And he loves us enough to forgive our brokenness when we come to him and say, we love you more than we love our sin. That's, that's really what the sacrament of, of penance is all about. It's not just, hey, you can do whatever you want wrong and come and tell the priest, and the priest will say, there, you're forgiven, and you walk out with a clean slate. That's not it. It's contriteness, and contriteness, if you look up the definition, means brokenhearted, crushed. A crushed heart is contrite. So, What God is saying is, when you love me more than you love your error, more than you love your sin, then we can heal this relationship between us. And you can come to me not because I made you love love me, but you come to me because you've decided that you love me more than you love your sin. And so in the Book of Wisdom, we're being reminded that this is an all-powerful God who is also all-lenient and all-caring and wants, wants us to be healed more than he wants to condemn us. In Paul's letter to the Romans, he writes, Brothers and sisters, the Spirit comes to the aid of our weakness. For we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes with inexpressible groanings. And the one who searches hearts knows what is the intention of the Spirit because he intercedes for the Holy Ones according to God's will. So God's even willing to to aid us in our apology. God's willing to, to say, they're so broken, they don't even know how to say they're sorry. But I understand what's going on inside. I, I know them so well. I know them even to the, to the base of their heart that I can say what they can't. And that's why prayer, you know, we, we, oftentimes when we talk about prayer, we think formal prayer. The Our Father, the Hail Mary, uh, the doxology, things that are written down that, that, that we learn as children. Um, but so much of, of really powerful prayer is informal prayer. Just us talking to God as you would talk to a friend, as you would talk to a mentor or a counselor, where you just open up your heart and, and you stumble and you you stutter, and maybe you don't say exactly the right word, and you think, how, how will God know what I mean if, if I can't speak to him in this informal, from-the-heart way? I'm just not comfortable with that. You don't have to be perfect in prayer. We don't have to say all the right words. We need to have the right intention. God will fill in the words. Uh, he's, 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 part, uh, he's integral to us. Uh, God is is, is built into us in our creation, in our, in our soul, so that he knows us so well that he can say for us the things we can't say for ourselves. And so Paul's reminding us of that, that no matter how broken we may be, no matter how weak we may be in our faith, that when we turn to God with whatever words we can muster, God will fill in the rest of it. It's our intention that brings us to holiness, 
and and not the not how eloquent we are in in what we say. I told you that in our gospel, it's a continuation from last week. So last week we had the sower and the seed, and we we learned about the different qualities of of the soil, and how that that affects our ability to be in relationship with God. That the better the better we prepare ourselves to receive God's word, the more it can it can fill us and it can bloom within us. Jesus tells a little different parable, uh, along the same lines, but with a different message. So Jesus proposes another parable to the crowd, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a man who sowed good seed in his field. And while everyone was asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds all through the wheat and then went off. When the crop grew and bore fruit, the weeds appeared as well. The slaves of the householder came to him and said, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where have these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. His slave said to him, Do you want us to go out and pull them up? He replied, No. If you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. Let them grow together until harvest. Then at harvest time I will say to the harvester, First collect the weeds and tie them in bundles for burning, but gather the wheat into my barn. He proposed another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that a person took and sowed in a field. It's the smallest of all the seeds, and yet when full grown is the largest of plants. It becomes a large bush, and the birds of the sky come and dwell in its branches. He spoke to them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed with three measures of wheat flour until the whole batch was leavened. All these things Jesus spoke to the crowds in parables. He spoke to them only in parables to fulfill what had been said through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will announce what was laid hidden from the foundation of the world. Then, dismissing the crowds, he went into the house. His disciples approached him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He said in reply, He who sows good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world. The good seed, the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one. And the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. Just as weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all who cause others to sin and all evildoers. And they will throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. And then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The Gospel of the Lord. What a great reading. Uh, there's, there's so much in here. Among them, if again, we'll talk gardening for a minute. I've, I've had many of these same things happen to me. So in the early spring, as, as my flowers start to come up, weeds start to come up as well. And I'll tell you what, there are some weeds look just like the flowers. And in, in the early stages, you can't really tell the difference. And isn't it like that with people? I mean, you, you start to get to know someone in the early stages, most people all kind of seem the same. It's, it's after you watch them for a while and you see how they progress, how they grow. You see that some people are, 
are growing in, in a very different way than others. Some people are, are growing with good habits and some people are growing with bad habits. I mean, I remember as a teenager um, in, in peer groups, it was really obvious uh, who, who were the, who were the, uh, the ones following a, a good life and who were the ones who, who weren't. But on the other end, you don't want to stop them too You don't want to pull the weed too soon because, as, as Jesus said, you might pull up a good plant. So you have to wait for a while and see how it progresses before you can really tell the, the, the wheat from the weed. On the other hand, there are some very good flowers that at first look very weed-like and some weeds that look very flower-like. And some of these ones that look like weeds eventually put out a really nice flower. So what's a weed? Well, you know, a rose in a, in a cornfield is a weed. It's the, it's the wrong plant growing in the wrong place, and that's really all the weed is. I had in, in my garden uh, wood sorrel. Now, wood sorrel to most gardeners is a weed. It's a, very, it's a very aggressive weed. It grows quite rapidly and spreads. But where it was growing for me was in an area where I wanted a low ground cover, and that's what wood sorrel is. It's, it's, it's very low. Great green leaf that stays green pretty much all year long, even into the winter. And it gives off these tiny little yellow flowers. So what to many would be a weed, for me, had I pulled that at an early stage, I never would have seen the flower. Well, there are people in the world who change, just like the sorrel changes from a weed to a, to a, a, a pretty little plant. There, there are people in our world who change, who start off, very weed-like, but eventually flower. They change. Don't, don't, be, don't be so ready to write off someone as evil until they've been exposed to the gospel, until they've had a chance to change. How many of us know people who've changed? Some for the good, some, of the, some for the evil. So all, all Jesus is saying in this one is don't be, don't be too quick to judge. The judgment will happen in its own time. And we're not going to be the judges. We're not going to decide who's, who's, who's wheat and who's weed. Uh, that's going to be up to Christ to do. And it's going to happen at the end of the age, at the, at the second coming of, of Christ. Let him be the judge. Don't give up on anybody. Now, that doesn't mean go out and hang around a bunch of weeds. But it, it does mean uh, be willing to share kindness with everybody because you never know who you're going to change. I've, I've seen a lot of people change, and a lot of people change in huge, huge ways. Which kind of brings me back to our, my little opening dialogue about Curcio. If you're looking to change, if you feel like you're not being the best flower in the garden, and you realize at some point the weeds are going to be yanked up, and you're looking for an opportunity to change, Curcio might be your weekend. Give us a look at bncurcio.com. We'll be back with more good news for you next week here on Catholic Spirit Radio. May Almighty God bless you, protect you from all evil, and bring you to everlasting life. Amen. You've been listening to Good News on Catholic Spirit Radio, a program for teens and almost teens to better understand that the gospel of Jesus Christ is relevant in your life. Submit your questions to Deacon Al at goodnews at catholicspiritradio.com. That's goodnews at catholicspiritradio.com. Deacon will answer your questions about faith and religion. Thank you for listening to Good News on Catholic Spirit Radio.